Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 202 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt, and joins the co-host, Carlos. Yeah, I'm here. We're here. Uh, good thing I didn't use that song for my uh, the theme today. I, <laughs> I had forgot that that's our <laughs> intro, actually, until right now. <laughs> uh, how you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. The spring is upon us. Yeah. yeah it's nice out, sunny out. Going to go to patio today, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's sunny. It's still a little chilly, but... Yeah, yeah. No. I don't. I don't have much to say. I'm just, yeah, no, I know. I I've been like I've been busy lately. Just yeah. uh, bit, very busy with work. We were gonna record last week, but I was uh, puking, hungover, and failed miserably at that one. So we're we're back this week now, yeah. and then uh, I think we'll be off again for a couple weeks because I'll be in Puerto Rico for the next one. But oh, yeah. is it already that time? It's that time. Wow. We got one more week, and then we're in Puerto Rico. Woo! Yeah, no, we aren't traveling. It's COVID. Never mind. No. Uh, well, yeah. What have you been doing, bud? Uh, yeah. So. I haven't been up to it much, although the other day, though, I did see the new movie, Nobody. Oh, yeah, Casey was saying I should rent that and watch that. Yeah, that's the... Uh, the Bob uh, Odenkirk, Bob isn't it? Bob Odenkirk, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's I really enjoy it. It's a lot like uh, if you took uh, John Wick and mixed it with the history of violence. <laughs> yeah. and then But but you left some comedy in there. Like, well, a it's small Bob. amount of comedy. It's Bob, it's Bob, so Odenkirk, you got to have so. some sort of comedy, yeah. yeah. Probably smart-ass comedy, I assume. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was down in the theaters for a couple weeks there, and I was going to go see it, but never got around to it. Forgot about that. That was a very enjoyable uh, movie to watch. Yeah, that was a, a good random new one to come out when theaters were starting to open again, too, I guess. But Yeah, okay. yeah no, and like since that was on HBO, or no, it wasn't on HBO Max, but uh, Casey had opened up HBO Max to try to find another movie before uh, going to sleep. And so, like, he put uh, the Harley Quinn uh, Birds of Prey movie on. Oh, okay. I tried starting that one, and I quit. I watched <laughs> it all the way through. It's a mess. Yeah, people... I don't know why people... It's just Harley Quinn. People love her a lot. It's, I don't know. Like, it's... The, the story structure is a mess, and that's... Well, so it's, it's just it's like, like Suicide Squad and all that. And it's, like, it's just jumping around. It's like, well, this is... I, yeah, I fell asleep at the beginning, and I woke up at the end, and the end fight scene's kind of good, where they're in, like, that circus thing or whatever, and they're fighting everybody, and they're on yeah. roller skates or something. One of them. Uh, just Harley's on roller just skates. Just on... Okay. Yeah, I didn't know a bunch of them were. But yeah... Oh, yeah, then she's, like, holding onto the car, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, silliness, pure silliness, that's right. Uh, I don't know, it, yeah, it was kind of a mess, like, it was, uh, it was probably more enjoyable than when I watched the Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> did you watch, or no? I did not watch the new one, though. Oh, the new Justice I, League. I did not watch I, the yeah. recut of, uh... I, I, I watched, what's, the, what's that one you like watching, the Honest Film Reviews, isn't that one that you watch or something? Uh... I don't think so. Well, I watched that one of it, and I got the gist of it. I'm good. I don't need to watch it any any of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like it in the first place either. But no, yeah. What else? I, I my understanding is it's supposed to be better, but uh, the the Justice League movie. But uh, it's I also not don't a, want to sit around for four yeah, hours. It's a long time. And then yeah, he has it. the The camera is cut for IMAX theater in the standard. Uh, format so then you got the screens on the side there and it sounds like a lot of cgi work was done like in front of green screens and stuff just to make other scenes honestly the thing the, scre- the things on the side aren't gonna bother me because uh i don't know I, I don't think that would bother me because like i already watch movies where there's stuff on the pot top top and bottom i know so, but I we're mean, so used to that now and our tvs are formatted to that I, nowadays, like it's, it's one of those things where you watch it a little while and i'm sure you just adjust to it true yeah and then i heard there's a lot more slow motion in there <laughs> that's the other thing a lot of the scenes that were slow mo uh, got even slower, and then they added more into it. So that that's probably like an hour and a half alone of just slow mo shit. <laughs> that's too much slow mo. Sumo, yeah, no, no. 
Did you watch uh, the Kong versus Godzilla yet? I have no intention on watching no. that movie. No, uh, that's just everything I've seen about it, like what, uh, the reviews I have watched about it. Like what? The, there's a there's the Hollow Earth <laughs> they're doing. Oh, okay. Like uh, they're they're like they're just popping around all over the world. Yeah, isn't that the kind of the idea with Godzilla too? Like there's a, hollow a Earth? there's a point in the movie where King Kong's in the Hollow Earth. Oh, okay. Godzilla's in Tokyo, <laughs> but Godzilla wants to fight King Kong, so he breathes his atomic breath straight underneath him for a while, and then King Kong climbs up that hole. <laughs> that's, that's what <laughs> I don't want to watch this movie. All right, uh, yeah, I, I well, it's gonna have to be just an afternoon where I'm hungover and I have to watch something. That's probably when I'll end up watching that if I do. But I, I like Kong, Kong Skull Island a lot, and I didn't mind the Godzilla new ones and stuff, but yeah, the two together. I, yeah, I, I haven't watched <laughs> any of the new Godzillas. Oh, shit. Yeah, the only Godzilla movie I kind of want to watch right now is Shin Godzilla. Uh, that one, because it like, kind of like takes Godzilla, as, I don't know, it's supposed to be like pretty under, really good. Okay. Uh, that one's from like a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know if I recognize that one. I don't know. Otherwise, yeah, apparently it did so well that they're doing a couple more Shin movies, like uh, not Godzilla, but there's a, I can't remember what the, what one of them was anymore, but there's a Shin Kamen Rider movie coming. So, hmm. no, yeah, I've never heard of Shin, the Shin Shin Shins Shin Shin Shinisins. Uh, no, what else? I I've been watching a lot of Apple TV. Uh, the Servant is really good. M Night Shyamalan's TV show that's on there, and uh, also The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell. It's kind of uh, when about when Matt Lauer got caught cheating and stuff and kicked off The Morning Show in real life. So it's kind of based around that and the Me Too movement type of thing. It's really, 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 really good. Uh, yeah, that, that's about it. Oh, and Trailer Park Boys. I watched like seven seasons of that now <laughs> wow. in a matter of like four days. That's uh, a lot. Of, I just uh, can't stop. And I found out our friend Rick is basically bubbles. So, mm. yeah, I didn't believe anybody when they told me to watch Trailer Park Boys. And then I started watching. I'm like, OK, I get it now. I laughed myself to sleep the other night just thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What have you been listening to, bud? Oh, let me go ahead. Pull up my list. So I was listening to uh, the new album from... Okay, I was worried I had the wrong list open. Yeah, so I've been listening to the new <laughs> album from the whole study called "Open Door Policy." Uh, so I, I I've listened to like uh, I think I've listened to like uh, one of their albums in the past, uh, and I was like, oh, I I heard a couple of songs off this new album. I was like, oh yeah, I'll give it a shot. Uh, and that's it's an okay album. Like I, one of my uh, complaints is like sometimes if a uh, if a lot of artists' songs sound similar, like too similar, like it's like. It's like it makes the whole album seem kind of. These bland. guys have been around since like the '90s, and they sound exactly the same since they were making wow. music then. Yeah, uh, I don't. There's a huge following with the Hold Steady in the Minnesota area, just because Craig Finn and everything. And I never was on board with it. Uh, some of the stuff that like these ones you're playing right now that they're playing on the current, I don't mind them. Like the Hold Steady, I I don't mind them, but I don't actively go out and listen to them. But yeah, uh, like that's it's kind of it's. It, they just make if you have everything that sounds the same, it makes an album kind of repetitive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's how I felt about every yeah. single one of their songs. So, so yeah, so this is their new one. So here's uh, Spices off their new album, Open Door Policy. Does this as an icebreaker? 
sound is just a little bit different from what normal whole study is i don't know there's a little bit more electronics in it i don't know but I yeah think... like on that song i believe that any electronic stuff like i kicked in like at the halfway point okay because otherwise before that it was exactly the same well then i think a lot of people love craig uh what, what is his name craig finn is that his name i think it is I, but either way they like him because he's kind of a wordsmith where he kind of jambles along and yeah. tells a story which people like about that kind of like a bob dylan well yeah and thing, like that's but... that is like one of the things like uh, these songs a lot of these songs are like telling a story mm-hmm. so. yeah and that, that's how the whole city always is i think mostly it's just him that i don't really like but <laughs> and then here is uh family farm off their album as well to the cantina singing this must be the place said faithful as its limits i just want to see his face before she took her shot she said a little grace said lord grant me the power to stop these hands from shaking i've been falling in the fountain since a week or so before i've been rattled by the accident my shoulders were still sore i almost rolled my eyes when they asked me how to score but sometimes it feels sweet to be the teacher when she was combing through the carpet, I could not resist her charms. She brought me to a fortress she called the family farm. And out along the towers, there were guards with heavy arms. I guess there was some tension with the neighbors. Tripping at the airstrip, drinking on the runway, laughing at the jets as we watched them fly away. She said, you get what you get when you push too far ahead. They put us in these places for a reason. I like that one a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the one that, that uh, I kind of like picked up the album for. But yeah, mm-hmm. so this is uh, I'd say it's a kind of okay album. Um, so I, if you like what those how those like, uh, there's a lot of like stories being told in these, like with the words just being mm-hmm. jumbled together to tell oh, yeah. the songs. The I guess yeah, Greg Finn he he still hangs out in the cities all the time. Uh, one of my coworkers back when I worked photo book press or whatever he would be at pizza luce or something and you just hang out with craig finn and they go drinking all night long so i think uh, it works a little better if like you have this take like one the, like an album like this and you have it like in a like a mix mm-hmm. so like it gets jumbled up with other songs so oh yes yep yep otherwise like it's kind of like if you're trying to just listen to like the full album through i can see like uh doing work or something you have it on the background you're like wait have i listened to the album over already once yeah type of thing yeah yeah <laughs> cool uh i got two country songs uh, this one came out in 2010, so it's uh, a little old, but I hear it every now and then when I'm at the bar. Uh, it's by Cody Jenks, and it's called The Hippies and Cowboys. I like two dollar beers, I like three dollar wells, and some old honky-tonk bar. I know by the smell, some old drunk on a bar stool, on a Merle Haggard too. That's my kind of room, freezing hell. Cowboys. 
Yeah, for like new country, that's the kind of new country I like a lot. I know that kind of like outlaw kind of country sound that was back in the 70s and stuff. So, yeah, that was uh, Cody Jenks, Hippies, and Cowboys. And then uh, this other one, L. King. Uh, I love her. She's the one that sings X's and O's. My X's and my O-O-O's. Came out a while ago. Huge hit. But uh, she just uh, met up with Miranda Lampert, country superstar, and uh, they decided they wanted to write a song about quarantine being done and COVID, the end of COVID. So it's called Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home. And I'm assuming this song is going to start being like the anthem of the bar for all summer long. So uh, here you go. Here's a pre preview of what you might hear all the time going down to the bars. Uh, yeah, if you don't know who L. King is, she's pretty freaking great. Uh, both of her first two albums from start to finish are pretty awesome. Uh, she also has a cover of uh, the uh, Richard Cheese version of My Neck, My Back, My Pussy, and My Crack. She does a cover of that, and it's pretty damn good. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, she's also Rob Schneider's daughter, if you didn't know that. And there was a cool interview that I was watching with her. And I guess, do you remember the movie Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo? I didn't watch it, but I'm familiar with okay. it. Okay, well, there's a Girl Scout that comes to the front door, and she's selling Girl Scout cookies, and then find there's, like, porn playing in the background stuff. He's trying to make everything stop. I guess that's his daughter there. At the, in the What, 15 years ago now? Uh, so, yeah, check out L. King. She's pretty great. Uh, let's go into some music news. What do we got? Uh, the Black Keys have detailed their album of Mississippi Hill Country Blues Standards. Uh, it's called Delta Cream, Cream with a K. Uh, it will be released May 14th. The record opens up with a duo's version of Crawling King's Crawling King Snake, a song credited by Big Joe Williams and popularized by John Lee Hooker. It also features covers from Fred McDowell, Robert Lee Burnside, which he also R.L. Burnside is what people usually call him, and uh, Junior Kimbrough. Patrick Carney said the session was planned only days in advance with nothing rehearsed. We recorded the other the whole album in about 10 hours over two afternoons. Uh, I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, they already have that old fucking blues sound, and it's great. I love the Black Keys. Uh, so, yeah, this is all covers from classic, like, you could say 40s, 50s, uh, you know, Mississippi blues songs. Mm. Uh, here is Crawling King Snake. Let's see. I got a bunch of windows open here. Crawling 
Yeah, that already has like a little bit different Black Keys sound to it, and I'm pretty excited for that album. I think that'll be cool. Uh, it's out May 14th. I do like the Black Keys. <clears throat> uh, DMX has died. Uh, the rapper was hospitalized April 2nd after suffering an apparent drug overdose and a subsequent heart attack at his home in White Plains, New York. He was 50 years old. Been hearing a lot of DMX the past week at the bar and forgot all those songs that was like middle school, high school dances sometimes. Uh, I almost had one chance to see DMX, and it was at the Zombie Pub Crawl uh, when they were at Midway Stadium in St. Paul, but uh, he decided not to come on stage until like 2 in the morning, and I already left in a long time. He was supposed to be on at 9. Nope, he just didn't want to come out, so yeah, douchebag. Uh, I'm sorry, never mind, he just died. Rest in peace. Roger Waters has rescheduled his North American tour to 2022 and added new dates. Uh, the This Is Not A Drill Tour will kick off with a show in Pittsburgh on July 6th. He says the show will include dozens of great songs from Pink Floyd's Golden Era alongside several new ones. Words and music, same writer, same heart, same soul, same man. Could this, could, could this be my last hurrah? Wow, my first farewell tour. Don't miss it. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else I got? Dave Grohl directed a new movie about touring and vans called What Drives Us. The film co-produced by Foo Fighters includes interviews with St. Vincent, Slash, The Edge, Flea, Steven Tyler, Lars Ulrich, and many others. It'll be released uh, April 30th. What Drives Us will be released on Coda Collection via Amazon Prime Video April 30th. Uh, the film is my love letter to every musician that has ever jumped in an old van with their friends and left it all behind for the simple reward of playing music, Grohl said. What uh, started as a project to pull back for the curtain from the DIY logistics of s stuffing all your friends and equipment into small space for months and end eventually turned into an ex exploration of why, what drives us. So yeah, I'm that, that'll be a really cool documentary, I think. Uh, yeah. Cool. yeah, it definitely sounds interesting. The, with all the, the list of people right there alone, I'm like, oh my god, I want to hear what Steven Tyler's van days were like back in the early 70s. That would be sweet. <laughs> Uh, also, Dave Grohl and Mick Jagger, they have teamed up for a new track called Easy Sleazy. The satirical song includes lyrics like, Shooting the vaccine, Bill Gates in my bloodstream, It's mind control, the earth is flat and cold. It's a song that I wrote about coming out of the lockdown with some much-needed optimism. Uh, thanks to Dave Grohl for jumping in on the drums, bass, and guitar. It was a lot of fun working with him. Grohl added, It's hard to put into words what recording this song with Sir Mick means to me. It's beyond a dream come true, just when I thought life couldn't get any crazier. Uh, and it's the song of the summer, without a doubt. So here's a bit of Easy Sleazy. Somewhere right here. Way too much TV is compromising me. Girl just playing all the instruments right there in that picture. <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing great. No, it's not the greatest song ever, but at the same time, it's just fun. Yeah, cool. 
Uh, that's all the news I got. You got anything? I do not have any music not news. Not anything. Well, I guess it's time for that weekly theme, eh? Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is 60s, 70s, and today. Is that what it was? Yeah. Welcome back to BNS 93, The Ninja, uh, where we play 60s, 70s, and today. <laughs> nice. I didn't even know that was ready. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, the theme, this was, I think, one of the hardest themes we've ever done, actually. Because how the hell do I pick one song from every fucking decade? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it gets a little hard. I, I had, I think, four queued up, and then I'd think of another and be like, ah, I'd take it that way. Like, I was going to do Bohemian Rhapsody, because obviously that was one of the biggest songs of the 70s, so it was still... But yeah, like, I didn't put Queen on my list. I'm like, I don't want... Because I already had my, my 80s song, and it's like, well, I don't want to take that off there, but like, I... <laughs> Or no, no, it was a '70s song. Yeah, it yep. was a '70s song. I was gonna put. It was like, well, I already got that covered, and I already got an '80s song. I I don't have room for Queen on here. Well, that, that's because you got it. Stairway to Heaven would have been one of the top ones ever. I didn't do any Beatles. They're some of the biggest ones of all time in the '60s and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I I tried to stay away from some of the biggest hits ever and kind of went more my favorites. But at the same time, it's only one that I could choose. So, so in general, what this was. Was 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s to get our five songs. Uh, 2000s was another one where I was sitting there like, uh, I was going to do Yeah by Usher because that's like our high school dance song of all time. But I'm like, no, I don't want to listen to that. Uh, Feel Good Inc., that one could have been up there too. The uh, harder one for me was 90s, actually. 90s? Because like, I, uh, I didn't listen to Yours, yours is like 90s. an epitome of a 90s yeah. song, and I have the other one that's an epitome of a 90s song. And it, it's uh, when I think of the 90s, mine's one that just comes to my head immediately. I, I, for some reason, when I think 90s, I only the only first thing that pops in my head are like boy bands. and Yeah, and I, well, then that was late. Well, it's got new kids yeah. on the block, but I didn't really listen to all them. But the like Backstreet Boys and Sync, that was all ninety eight to two thousand three. Like, the, like so. the Britney Spears and all. The and other then Britney pop. was yeah the ninety nine to yeah. two. So it's kind of like eh, screw all them. But was yeah. that really ninety nine? Yeah, I think it was wow. ninety nine when that came out. Ninety eight, ninety nine. I always picture it as being earlier nineties, but then well, that, that I guess that makes sense. That was like I, mostly in the two thousands. Because yeah, it was middle school that I would listen to them, and then that would have been yeah yeah. So it, it was around that area. So I yeah, skip all those boy bands, but I could have done Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake in the two thousands. But no, I, I, I yeah yeah. Either way, let's start out. What is your sixties one? Because well, this is first a great on choice. our playlist today, we got uh, the year was 66, 1966, and the band was the Kinks. And the song, Sunny Afternoon. Hell yeah. The taxman's taken all my dough And left me in my stately home Blazing on a sunny afternoon And I can't sail my yacht He's taken everything I got all I've got this sunny afternoon Save me, save me, save me from this squeeze I got a big fat mama trying to break me And I love to live so pleasantly Lazy. 
I love that song so much. It is my favorite kink song. Yeah. Oh, God, I love that. And Waterloo Sunset is right up there with that one, too. Uh, God, now I feel like I got to try and do that voice. I'd <laughs> <laughs> make it be like uh, one of those infomercials where the, you got the, the CD on there. Well, can't forget about that. Got to get the Supremes in there, too, in the 1964 with Where Did Our Love Go? backup dancers and that's so great when i do think of the 60s though i think of those girl bands like that and the ronettes the rock sets and everything there's a bunch of them too that i was like oh that came out in 68 69 never mind i can't use that for the 70s what do you got for the 70s bud well we're moving forward to 77 and we got fleetwood mac coming in with the song the chain What's good, but you can't forget about David Bowie with Starman in 1972. Switch on the TV.
didn't know where to stop that. <laughs> what do you got? Well, we got next up, we have 83, the year where Return of the Jedi is in theaters. And we got Eurythmics also releasing Sweet Dreams. Uh, yeah, the 80s was a hard one. I was going to do Video Killed the Radio Star because that's like what the 80s was, basically. Yeah. But uh, there was one that always sticks out to me. The album actually came out in 79, but this one came out in 80, 81, somewhere in there. Uh, and it's The Clash uh, with Train in Vain. I've always loved about this song is that they put the left and right vocals off just a little bit. So I, I don't know if you ever noticed that listening to it, but the headphones, you can definitely hear it. Like the left voice was a little bit slower than the right voice. Oh. And that was something they did actually on purpose with that. And yeah, it just makes it seem like a bigger song too, which is yeah. weird. Uh, but yeah, like I could have done Rock the Casbah. I could have done Once in a Lifetime. Like any time, like there's so much stuff you could do with it. But uh, 80s, 80s, 80s is a big one. Uh, yeah. Now let's go into the 90s. Well, we. We're looking at the year 1997, and we have the band The Verge, and they released their hit, Bittersweet Symphony. The Verb. Verb? Oh, I spelled that wrong. Am I no, it's The Verge. We got The Verge. <laughs> yeah, so The Verb, bitter, Bittersweet Symphony. I need to Yeah. 
also sing a song the lucky man which i love as well but yeah that that is pretty much an epitome of the 90s uh the next one i was gonna do was natalie in brudio or whatever her name is for torn because that one i think of the 90s immediately but the one when i think in the 90s the the number one that comes to my head is the wallflowers with one headlight Ooh. He's got the exact same stance as his father, too. His dad's Bob Dylan. Oh, really? Yep. Jacob. I did not know that yeah, at all. Jacob Dylan. Yep. His dad's... Yeah. Watching the music video, you just see him with the guitar and everything. He's the exact same stance and mannerisms as his dad. <laughs> all right. We're into the 2000s, bud. So up next, we are going to go to the third year of the second millennium in the future. And we got The Killers and their song, Mr. Brightside. stop it but i had to <laughs> otherwise i'd play the whole damn thing uh I, I will say that the killers is one of my top concerts i've ever seen that they absolutely 100 i would never thought i would have said that ever uh but yeah they blew me away especially opening up the show with mr brightside the whole crowd was just going freaking <laughs> insane you couldn't even hear him sing all you could hear is everybody around you singing the lyrics to that song uh so yeah the killers that is a great i would i don't even think i would have thought of that when you put that on your list i'm like oh my god that is definitely 2000s for sure Another band that I think of when I think of the, the 2000s is Coldplay. Uh, they're another one that stu stood the test of time, and they're still making music like crazy. Uh, but one of their biggest breakthrough hits was uh, Clocks, which was, I think, what, 2002? Yep, 2002. So here is Coldplay with Clocks. Clocks. 
Sorry, I was zoning out on the music video. The music videos are cool. Uh, that's a kind of uh, an art form that has passed away in music videos. It's where, uh, I, I don't know if you know, it looks like it's kind of slow motion, but it's in the normal time frame. Like the song's the normal speed, but everything kind of looks slow motion. Uh, him did that in a bunch of their songs. It's basically you make the song play faster and you guys play to the song faster and then you slow it down to the normal speed and it looks like it's kind of slow motion but everything's oh. in the right tune i was zoning out there sorry about that uh no this was an awesome freaking theme i liked it a lot uh i could do that one over again any day uh but yeah it was hard picking one track out of that i like that we had a discussion of like oh well you could have played there too like all those yeah. middle school dance songs and high school dance songs that i don't ever want to hear again and we didn't even we didn't see nirvana on the yeah it, and like yeah the there was a lot where we were like oh yeah that would have been obvious to choose for a lot of those things but i'm happy we dived in a little bit in some areas <laughs> there but yeah well, yeah cool let's close out the show we gotta go eat lunch Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday, usually. Uh, the theme for our next show is... You know, let's make the topic uh, dancing. Let's dance. Let's dance. Ooh, David Bowie. Actually, there's so many songs I can pick for that. Yeah, there's a, there's I wrote, a lot. Of... Let's David. <laughs> <laughs> let's David. Huh? Let's David. Uh, yeah, let's dance. That, that's a, Have we not done a dance theme? I, I, I searched my notes and... I mean, unless it's not getting picked up or something, it like it, it did not show up very often in my notes. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. The theme for our next show is Let's Dance. Uh, for updates and more information of Soundwave and our other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blinder Studios, or you can follow us on Twitter at Blinder Score Ninja. Uh, flagship show, Department of Defense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at BlinderStudios.com slash live. This show and all of our other ones are available to stream on our website, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. If you can't get enough of Soundwave Blinder Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing your shopping on Amazon, don't get, don't forget to stop by our Am, stop our homepage and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. Do all your shopping like you normally do when you check out. Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It's pretty cool. You should do it. It helps keep the light on this place. New equipment, new everything. Yeah, hell yeah. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindinjastudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.